everybody thank you so much for checking out kiss my angelus i am sarah b the sleepy bandit and i'm so excited to share the debut episode of my feminist podcast in celebration of valentine's day which was this past weekend we're gonna do some digging into our own past and talk about exes with me today is the exceptionally talented musician and producer Valente Bertelli and the always inspiring and hilarious health coach and entrepreneur Ariane Hennigs. Let's get right to it. Oh. I want to start off by like, you know, talking a little bit about what you do and just kind of get a, a better picture of like, you know, how you date and, and, you know, how kind of dating fits into your regular life. So Valente, you are an amazing music producer, musician, artist, um, dreamy soundscape maker. That's that's exactly how I tell people. I do, <laughs> just like I'm a bit of a, I do this art I thing. saw your new website and uh, all of your um, work in music and film. And I really love the Stephen Curry. Yeah. Is that uh, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm really out of the basketball loop. No, it's okay. When they told me, I think I told you about this, when they told me like, oh yeah, it's a new piece on Stephen Curry. And I was like, I, I loved him in Rocky Horror Picture Show. He was amazing. And everybody was, like, not entertained at all. I saw him when he and... played in college. Wow. Yeah, because he went to school somewhere in the South area, and I went to school in North Carolina. And his wife was his girlfriend back then, and she was waiting to the very end. You could not talk to <laughs> She was on it. Like, that's the girlfriend. Nice. You see her. Mm-hmm. Started from the bottom, dude. She's yeah. his ride or die. Anyway, he's on top of the world right now, apparently. And so that was a really cool segment. So, Thanks. so yeah, what's your work day-to-day life like? And how has dating integrated in that life? Like, So I think that there's kind of like a distinction that needs to be made between my dating before, uh, kind of like when I was a bachelor. Mm-hmm. That do you, did you date after you were a bachelor? <laughs> is that what you're um, implying? Oh, God, this is being recorded, isn't it? No, I'm kidding. Um, no, uh, just when I was sort of like in the in the dating world, it was a little bit more of a, of a different story because there was less of a ser- seriousness applied to the whole thing. And now it's a little bit more of a different animal altogether where it's, right, like, right. it's, just, it's more of like a mature, hey, what are we doing? What's, totally. You know. And it becomes less of like a, it's almost like less of a hedonistic kind of thing and more of a let's figure out like life. All the fun gets sucked right out. (laughs) No, here's the thing. You get professional about the fun. You get get much more about like. So it's almost like you've built up your resume over the years and now you're like applying for your dream jobs. Yes, absolutely. All right. And it's, and I, and I, to a certain degree, I think, and I don't know if, if this is something that I can publicly say, but. Um, you, I feel like you spend the entirety of the time that you're dating, like learning skills that then when you're dating the one person that you're, yes. you're going to be with, you're like, here's oh, all I, my skill set. I, I got this <laughs> shit on lockdown. And it's, it, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. I was like, it's, it's upsetting because as a, as a dude, you kind of go through life kind of developing all these skills of how to, um, talk to girls and, do right. this, you know, so mm-hmm. stuff. And then when you think about it, it really comes down to once you're with that one person, that skill set is like no longer in use. And that's when all the other skill set of being somewhat proficient at like actually having a conversation with people, you know what I mean? Like right. actually being like there on a, on a long-term kind of thing where- uh, It's like an, it's a new, it's a new toolbox. It's a new toolbox. Yeah. But a lot of the elements of it, I think you kind of get from- um, from, yeah, the, the day. Right. And Ari, you kind of have like two different sides of your mm-hmm. work life at least. So you mm-hmm. have like Ari ready the brand mm-hmm. and then you have kind of what you do. So how, how has dating kind of integrated in your life? Like over the course of your dating career? Um, okay. So dating for me was like not important because, and I'm not trying to be cocky. I swear, but. <laughs> be cocky. That's what. <sighs> 
This is a cocky men. positive <laughs> podcast. Men, men, <laughs> men has, I've always looked at men being in abundance for me. Okay. So I always had somebody. Right, right. And the, I never the roster. Tried. Yeah, the roster was, you know, the team was mean and it was good. See, this so, is one thing that as a dude you can't say. Well, no. you literally can't say that yeah, because but we you can will get say it be- because of the way that it's structured. You know what I mean? I know, like, but you understand if a dude you're like, you I got no, I'm not offended. No, not at all, not at all. Um, everybody, by the way, I think it's important to mention that like Ari and I have been dating for a long time. Yeah, you know, in his mind. Don't ruin it. It's going to be great. Oh uh, no, but I think as a dude, you can't just be like, oh, I've, you know, there was, there was a lot of girls on the bench. It's I've kind heard of guys say that. I had a team and it was mean and it was lean and it was right. Oh, yeah. yeah but, you know, girls are more, um, I don't know, we're more diplomatic about it, I think, a little bit. And I don't, um, uh, yes. About the roster, I mean. Yeah, I think that it, there's a little bit more of like being, um, I think, you know, actually, I was going to say that this is a, a difference between men and women, and then I realized that just, Ari, you're like a very straightforward person. I'm a very direct person. You don't right. have to guess with me. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to let you guess, and if you're un- unclear, I'll make it clear for you. I'm intimidated right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's what actually the owner of the company I work at, she said uh, in front of everybody, she said, well, Ari, you know, we don't think you need help with anything because honestly, we're, we're very afraid of you. Uh, <laughs> We're just going to say A plus, Ari. Right. <laughs> Whatever you, you need. Whatever you need, Ari. So, okay. Um, so it wasn't important at first. Okay. And then, like, last year, mid-last year, I said, you know what? I'm lazy. I am lazy. Like, when it comes to, like, my work or, you know, my company or anything like that, I will work. I will not sleep. I will do what I got to do. When it comes to dating, it was just, like... I was just like, whatever, I'll wait for you to hit me up and you can take me out. Right. Like, and it was just like that. But then, like, recently I was like, okay, I really want the real deal. Right. And so then I was like, okay, I'm going to start working at this whole male to female interaction of, like, romantic interactions and stuff. So I started reading books and like I was following like this relationship coach because I'm like, I need to learn something. There's such a thing as a relationship coach? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. And I was going to hire him if I was still single by 27. I feel like a relationship coach. Fortunately, I don't have to. (laughs) Is that kind of like a matchmaker, but it's with therapy? No, what he does specifically is, is... give women the information that they need to know about men. Like, I mean, I'm a high-powered type of woman, so someone's going to have to tell me, like, okay, a man wants to be praised for the things that he does and not just like a thank you, but just put a little something extra on it, which I can totally do, but I'm completely unaware of that. That's what I'm supposed to do. Dude, that's really interesting because I think despite how much emphasis there is on like relationships and men and women and sex in particular, like a lot of people, a lot of us know very little factual things about the the opposite sex as far as like the things that we learn along the way. Like I think we know way more than we think we do. I think the amount of misinformation is staggering. So you think it's more like intrinsic and then we're just kind of bombarded by, you know, tactics used to like sell stuff or whatever that kind yeah. of clouds like your initial knowledge. Absolutely, I think it's kind of like it's kind of like any decision you make. To me, mm-hmm. it's like it's it's a pretty it's a left or right. You figure it out pretty quick, and then if you have enough time to think about it, most of the time you you ponder over it, and that's when you overthink most things. And I think that as a kid, you kind of like have kind of the right idea about this, right? And then in comes all the influx of like, no, but you should do it like this. You should do it like that. And all of a sudden it turns into this big cloud right. of fog and you're not really sure how you're supposed to be yeah. doing things. Yeah. Well, it, I, I, it wasn't even just not being sure. It was just like I never cared enough to know. So I never cared. I mean, I, I had boyfriends and stuff, but my whole thing was always on, okay, what's the next step for my education or what's the next step for my career? And so because I always had somebody... I didn't really think about it too much. And then I'd be surprised when I'd be like, oh, I just, and I would just drop people. Like, you're getting on my nerves, okay? <laughs> like, bye. But um, I got older. 
I got a little older and I realized, you know what? I feel like life is better when you share it with someone that you care about. And because you get to interact with not only the things that happen in your life, but the highs and lows and ups and downs of what happened in their life. And you can learn through each other. And I think it's really good. But before I was kind of just like, I'll get to it when I feel like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and it's not, it's easy for a lot of women. I think like, it's not as hard as, because I think, you know, what's traditional is like men are the pursuers. And I think it's like harder to have to always actively be pursuing than to kind of like there, I'm going to go out and I'm most likely going to get hit on by somebody and yeah. whatever, at least Girl, the fun element of it. It's so funny. I was thinking the other day that like, I'm since I, I was, I was born and raised out here and I'm so in that mentality that like, I realized like if a car lingers next to me too long in the lane over, I'm like, ah, oh, you're trying to holler. And I was like, I need to stop myself. Oh, like, whoa, whoa, just... wait, 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 wait. There's li- dudes will literally do that. Yeah, yeah because... someone stopped in Miller Street last night in West Hollywood, stopped for like 60 seconds <laughs> and just stared at me. Oh my God, and absolutely. In the middle of the do? street. Oh no my life. God, I don't know. You tell tell the guys. We don't so I grew up in Glendale, and in Glendale it is common. It is like preferred, like at a stoplight. You either have to like tint your windows or like make zero eye contact. And just the other day, and I don't mean to harp on Glendale, but it really is huge there. There is a Starbucks right by my parents' house and it's on the corner and it's not a busy street at all. It's like a little family neighborhood. And there's, you know, the patio like wraps around the corner of the street, but they have like little um, shrubs and stuff. So you're not just like street forward. And I'm sitting on a table, shrubs to my left, and then the street, and I'm on the phone because I'm waiting for my friend to pick me up. And this guy pulls up to the corner, rolls down his window, and just signals to me to come to his car. Yeah. And, like, what What do you say at that? Yeah, it's crazy. Because it's like, do you think I'm going to get in your car? I they do. You know why? Because there's thoughts out here. <laughs> because some you know people do. know what thoughts do. stand for? Oh, God. I, so you I, don't I, know what for, that stands no, for? No, I have no idea. Oh, I'm going to love this moment. Are that you? hole over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we talked about this on Emily's podcast because I thought it meant thought. Like, you're not even. No. You know. There's, but it's T-H-O-T. There, yeah. There's, that hoe over there. There's thoughts out here. And, you know, when, now we're in a day and age where women are pursuing the men, which makes it even harder for the traditional woman. Right. Who's like, I'm not about to pursue you. I have ever. to. I can't imagine the success rate. I feel like rate I've is... been living on a different planet. I swear to God. <laughs> because you're a man. So nobody's asking no, you to I... get in their car. <laughs> well, yeah. Thank God. Uh, it's weird. Be. It's definitely weird. But it's very common. So, you know, it's it's always uncomfortable if there's like any rolling of the window coming down or whatever. But very common. And like, Extremely common. So every, really? every, every yeah. other stoplight. Yeah. It's very but, common. So there's there's like two thoughts that come to my mind. Number one. Thoughts. Not the, the other, <laughs> the, the correctly spelled ones. Um, I, two thoughts come to mind. One is, holy crap, um, it's got to be difficult to be a woman. Yes. True. Uh, Should we? Do, so, <laughs> oh, oh, God. Okay. But question number two, I just want to sit down with some of these dudes and just be like, Yeah. Did you think this whole thing through? Because I think you really didn't. Listen, it's worked at least once for them in the hey, right? Okay, I don't so know. that's a valid I, argument. Who does I, it's wh- what woman Thoughts. would ever go like Oh, come over here and <laughs> we'll, oh, totally. Let's thoughts. get in your car. It's like, po- I mean, look, when I was younger, um, you know, in Glendale, it was like you. There was this main road, and and if you everyone there, their biggest thing is to like buy like a little fancy car or whatever, and you kind of would zip up and down this like main road on the weekends, getting to whatever destination you wanted to go to. It was, it's not a small town, but there is like a real small town mentality where like, and. I mean, I've definitely given my number out and gotten number. It was just people did it. So when you're young and you're kind of like open, I mean. Absolutely. And then for women, of course, at this time, which I, I, you know, there's a lot you can tell about a person from the way they drive. I don't know. I'm trying to justify it. But it was like a weird. It's okay to not justify it. Okay, there you go. Yeah. 
there's a weird social interaction when you're driving, right? Wh how you interact with other drivers. And it turns into this like game. It's really weird. But um, now that I'm older, I'm kind of like, um, okay, strange man. I, I don't want to speak to you right now. It's getting kind of old. But um, yeah, this happened like it wasn't even like it wasn't even a month ago. Yeah. So it's still prevalent. It happens every other day at the stoplight. Yeah. That is so. It makes it crazy. Like shopping. I like to sing and dance in my car, and it makes and they it just, really uncomfortable. They just, they just look at you like you're the entertainment show of the day. <laughs> I have know? to get my windows tinted, but it bothers me. Like my the feminist side of me is like, no, dude, I deserve to sit in my car and act however I want. Like, but guys are weird, and they, you know, they feel like they can just interrupt at any point. So I think going back to the idea that like you can pick them up as soon as you step out the door. So dating is it's kind happened. of like, it's not, if you didn't want to think about it, it would, you'd still get by okay. Whereas for guys, I think you have to put in some sort of effort if you want to get Sometimes. whatever, you know, <laughs> if you're not a thought, if you're going after non-thoughts. Right, if you're trying to get a quality woman, you have to put some work in. <sighs> what would I be the just... opposite of a thought? We need to come up with that. I don't know. Any, any woman in her right mind. All right. Well, That's the I would go with yes. Um, I don't know where I grew up. It, it felt like there was like a. Where did you grow up? Um, so I was born in Italy, but raised in Switzerland. But I kind of would go back and forth, and okay. then I would work a lot in Paris. So it's like pan Europe. So how long have you been in LA? And are you same? I've been in LA for 15, 16, 15 okay. years. Oh my goodness, year. Almost a thoroughbred. Almost. I'm not. You live I've in downtown. Live in downtown, yeah. How long has it been for you, Ari? Three. And then where did you move from? From upstate New York. So I that's feel like where you... actually Ari and I met. <laughs> You're no. gonna keep, okay, keep this thing going. And then okay, so outside of like. You're, in, you know, initially, like, whatever, reaching adolescence and starting to date. Like, do you guys consider yourselves relationship people? Like, yes. Okay. All the way. Okay. A relationship is my priority now. Period. Well, what about before that? Like, before I was into my relationships and, you know, they, if my whole thing is like, I'll be into it and then you mess up too bad and I'll be like, I can't. And what then is, then you just what's stalk considered, me for years. What's considered... Um, messing up too bad. Yeah, um, having ha having sex with someone else. Oh, that's a big. That's, that's the big. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna call that a big no no. Yeah. Um, okay. When was your last big? You know, when was your last the breakup? You oh. know what I mean? I remember like it was yesterday. <laughs> was it yesterday? Was it literally yesterday? <laughs> literally, it was not. It was like over ago. two years ago. In that breakup um, lasted. That a while. that breakup lasted too long. It yeah. Was, most devastating. You know the bad ones. They last a long time. I mean, I don't know if they're li literally the bad ones. Not bad ones, but like the painful the, the, ones. The cathartic ones. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, the ones was, that hold was, the most weight. That's it was what painful. I mean, yeah. It was a lot of long suffering. Yeah. Emotionally. Um, tell us more. And like, yeah, tell, tell us I'm like how, how long were you guys dating and <laughs> and like uh, you know yeah how long were you guys dating? We only dated breakup? for like five six months, but I was like all in. Yeah. So was the breakup like longer than the? The breakup was longer than the relationship, and I'll and I'll tell you why. Because he played the string. Wait, the relationship and its its length was five months. Yes, but it's better to be a really good like butt. monogamously. I it think. Was, yeah, monogamous. Like he was in and out every month. Like he was like, oh, let's hang out. Oh, I love you. Oh, you're wonderful. Like every month. Um, for he for like three years. <laughs> So technically, I think. So three. oh, so you're saying five months, as in like if you take all the snippets and put them together, it's <laughs> yeah. five months. But no, no, like five months. Like we're in years. a relationship. Um, we're we're together. You're taking me places, telling people I'm your girlfriend. Right. Whatever. We break up. You still linger for three damn years. That's what I'm saying. It's easy for an ex to linger when you're not like if you're not seriously dating somebody else. Then like the ins and outs, the, it becomes and if, messy. And if I like didn't answer my phone or just not talking, it was just like blowing up my phone, blowing up my phone, stopping at my house, whatever, like that type of situation. But it's like, but he broke had, up with me though. Yeah, but you, you had your heart me. in it. That's kind of why you let it. Yeah, and I, I and I had invested a lot. You know, I had moved to be closer to him. I had all my chips on the table. I mean, you, when you invest so much, you want a return on it. And if you don't get a return, I mean, 
Business one in your analogies. Okay, what about you, Volante? My, uh, I think it was three, four, three years, four years ago. Okay. Like and um, how long was the relationship? The relationship was about four years long. Okay. Four years long, something like that. We were like, we's getting married. I remember. We're doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I do remember. And, um, yeah, so that kind of imploded uh, through, I think it was just a matter of just dating somebody who was too young and me being, there's just a bunch of stuff that didn't quite go the right way. Right. So, you know, it was interesting. I was watching this show called Being Mary Jane. I don't know if you've yes, seen it, right? Of okay, so I know. I, you know, I think like a lot of people talk about exes a lot and I there was a scene like where she's on this date with this guy and he asks her um instead of asking her like, you know, when was your last relationship or whatever, he was kind of just like, what did you learn from your ex? Or one of them asked the other yeah. or whatever. And I thought that was such a beautiful way to like discuss like a past relationship so I want to ask you guys like what what <laughs> my current boyfriend asked me that question yeah like what did your ex teach you what what did you learn I learned that my love is true no matter how disrespectful someone is like I I was in a lot of compromising situations where I could have acted a fool and but because I loved him and I cared about him regardless of how disrespectful he was being to me I acted in the love I have for him instead of my own feelings. So okay. I learned the power of my love and that it can trump my own, you know, first reactions to things. Do you think that's served you well? It's served yeah. It told me a lot about myself. It's, you know, I, it told me that I'm, I'm loyal even when I don't want to be. Okay. You know, and then because you know that when you know stuff like that, you say, okay, that's, if I don't use this right, this is dangerous. You know, right. this could really hurt me if I'm loyal to totally. people who don't deserve it. Yeah. Um, that, that's, I think, a very relatable feeling for women, I think. You yeah, know? I think like, for men, too. Like, I remember, like, when I split up with my ex, like, it took me a really long time because whenever I'd have, like, some, some, some trysts with a young lady, <laughs> um, I'd wake up the next day feeling like, uh, like if I did something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized that, like, my loyal, like to me, loyalty is, like, probably the, the ultimate currency. Right. It's like if somebody's loyal to me, it's like I am, like, just by nature, a thousand percent loyal to them. Yeah. Like, no question. So, so what, did, what, did your, uh, what did your ex teach you? Um, I think it wasn't really a matter of, like, my ex teaching me something, but it's just that the, the, the situation that I was in. And I think I really learned the fact that I get to define who I am. Um, and that I need to be mindful of who it is that I'm with because how they think about me can easily permeate my own mind. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I remember that like in, in this particular case, she was very much, um, uh, she was kind of like from, from up north and from the mountains and, and she would always kind of go like, you know, you're, you're a city boy. Um, and I'm kind of like a person who's from the mountains. And it was kind of like a, um, whenever there'd be like a manly, like, hey, let's go fucking just break down some wood. And, you know. <laughs> as um, you do. As one does. Um, <laughs> I would, it would always be like, we can do this, but you're, this is, you know, I'd be cold up in the mountains and she'd hmm. be like, well, you know. And I kind of let that become a definition of who I was. And only after we split did I realize, like, wait a minute, I'm giving you the power to actually make a, uh, a choice as to who I am. And right. I, I remember I was talking to a different friend of mine, and I started to realize that I wanted to learn more about fixing cars. Because mm -hmm. I thought it was super cool. And I thought that, you know, as a, as a dude, you know, you just, just think. Yes. Um, and I talked to my mechanic down the street, and I was like, look, I'll work for free if you can show me what I need to do. And he's like, well, I'm fixing this old car. And I'm like, okay, well, let me come in and do this. Um, and I was talking to a friend of mine, and unrelated friend of mine, and he goes, what are you doing this weekend? I was like, oh, you know, I, I'd love to hang out, but I'm going to fix this car up. And he's like, you're not a car dude. And I'm like, yeah, I know. No, actually, I'm, I am. I just never really put any time like, or effort behind it. it. You yeah. know what I mean? And he's like, oh, man, I really, I wish I was that guy. 
And it was kind of like one of those things of like, you get to decide which guy right, you are. Right, totally. It's like, but you nobody, are that guy. But nobody tells you that. Yeah. And I think that it was, you know, whether uh, the relationship worked or didn't work or whatever else, it was a matter of that was the first time that I had that shown to me. That it was, it was kind of like, I, I never really identified as one person or the other. I right. kind of always felt like a sort of a chameleon of sorts. And it was the first time that I saw that. And I was like, oh, shit, I get to choose whoever the fuck I want to right. be. Right. And I can do all sorts. You're of, almost like living up to what was kind of preset by absolutely. an outsider. Yeah. And about yeah. a year later, you know, I find myself at Burning Man, you know, just like, uh, before Burning Man, like welding pipes and cutting <laughs> yeah. stuff and just being in a shop and just being realizing, oh my God, I'm really good with my hands. It's I had so funny. no idea. That's really funny because it, it's like mirrors when you're a kid, you know, and how important it is to tell kids that like you can because if you don't tell them or if they don't see that it's possible, like it, it literally becomes reality in your head. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's really interesting. And like, I think, you know, my brother's past relationship too, I think affected him in that way where like his past relationship like kind of undermined what he did just because yeah. it looked like in, an imbalance within the relationship. But it's like, that's not, doesn't have to be your identity. You know, it, it, you can break out of that at any time or if you don't like that label or whatever, just take it off, you know? Yeah. But I think it's, and, and I think that you'll, you'll probably agree with me. It's the fact that, you know, when you, um, it's that, whole idea of I'm a self-defining human being. Right. Mm -hmm. And that becomes much more of a sexy thing than if you're like, well, you tell me I'm this guy. Okay, I'm this guy. Totally. Right. And there are certain realms of things where I'm, I know exactly who I am and how I, I function and so on and so forth. But there are certain things where you don't have the, um, the right skill set to mm -hmm. sort of define that. And all of a sudden you're told, oh, no, you're this guy. And you're like, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. And I cannot imagine anything that is less attractive than somebody who's like, I just, I need to do what? Okay, I'm going to do right. that. Right. Right. That's why I change my hair so much. Right. <laughs> and it's like, it's, <laughs> you know, when it's somebody as important as like the person you're in a relationship with, like, yeah. it feels like you're looking in a mirror. So it's like, they must know what I'm like reflecting, you know, and can accurately like say that. But a lot of the times it's like, no, I really wasn't that person, but... That kind of was weird. I, I, I think that kind of to me, and this is something that kind of goes above like whether you're a man or a woman or, or sex or anything like that. Uh, it's something that I kind of rediscovered is the fact that like as a human being, the only real blind spot you have is yourself. Right. And How crazy is that? It's, it's, it's so interesting because yeah. like I can, you can put me in any situation with anybody. I can just be like, this is what's up. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. When it comes down to your own stuff, you're like, oh, yeah. I don't know really. You're <laughs> right. Just kind of, and I think that ultimately comes down to being with somebody who you see yourself be the, kind of like the best person with. Mm -hmm. And somebody who you also trust to be like. Should I not wear this today? It's like, like people should just make put that down. People yeah. in relationships, like the person you're in a relationship with should enhance you. Totally. They should make you better. Like my life should be better because you're in it. The yeah. moment that my life is worse, like it, there's my a life, problem. Like, yeah. But I think that it's, it's to a certain degree in the sense that like if I, have you ever been around those people that just praise you for no reason? It's like, here, <laughs> yeah. you go get them. No, but just you know like I mean? oh my iron God. sharpening iron. Like <laughs> anything, like, like or me saying like Valentin, I like, Let's eat healthy tonight or whatever. Well, yeah, it should for you sure know. not be I worse. I don't think our, we should really like our grievances <laughs> in our relationship. I think right now. I think on that note, like, and for me, I feel like I got lucky in my in my past relationships. Obviously, of course, as well as the one I'm in now. But where uh, where like what I learned from my relationships were that I could just be my and some you know one of those some of those one off relationships you learn the opposite where like you kind of learn. To like not like things about yourself, like um, in my serious relationship, like I learned that I was like enough. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think that's like a big thing where it's not like, not necessarily like, you know, let's improve, but just like you're great. That's awesome. Right. You know, and what you look like is great, and you don't have to change yourself. And yeah. and and I think that was like that set me up really really well. Like it it set me up in that relationship where I assumed all relationships were like that. Like we were comfortable around each other and there was no like body shaming or weird, like, you know, you could really, all right, really get on a bike every once, you know what I mean? Like any of that weirdness or whatever. So I think, 
you know, I, I, I got lucky in that sense. But I've definitely seen people in relationships where it's like they the just opposite. go down. Yeah, I exactly. Have girlfriends, I'll be like, man, you were so much better before you met him. And then yeah. they still break your heart. So you've gained weight. You can't keep any money. And for what? <laughs> to be alone you again. Like pulled anything you could have did better by yourself. Right. Totally. Yeah, but that's, I, I think that's kind of the problem because of the fact that you can't see your own blind spot. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of go, let's say you break up and you kind of go like, fuck, did they have a point? Right. Shit. Well, and because now you, you literally don't know. Yeah. Until you find somebody else who you trust as much and then you yeah. can go like, oh, wait, you understand something about me that that, that other person didn't right. understand. And, and that's like I mean. we're all our own worst critics. So when somebody yeah. kind of, val- and that's why it makes it easier to take the criticisms than the compliments, you know? And it's because like you're, they're almost mimicking a voice in your head. Yeah. And you're like, oh man, like, fuck, is that? That might be true. Instead of yeah. like, I think it's better to err on the side of like, you're fucking awesome. You're kicking ass. You know, even if it's just like, because more often than not, people need that more than they need you to point out stuff that they 100% already know. Like yeah, whether it's weight or whatever, absolutely. you know. And, and I think that to one, th- one thing that I learned throughout the process was the fact that most people, I, I used to kind of think that you had to point things out just to make sure the other person understood. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's it's a, if you're with somebody and you love them enough, you by default trust them as well. Right. Uh, I would imagine. And you kind of go like. You would hope. Some people don't trust. But, uh. Uh, <laughs> but ultimately, it really comes down to I can point out things to you or I can just trust the fact that if there is something that I think you already understand and know, um, and that's a big if, right? Right. Um, then you're going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. And I just got to by your side totally be, be cool with it. yeah it is that line of like support versus like you know pushing I, I feel like it's the difference of being a person's parent and being yeah. their partner you know because yeah, as I was cleaning the house today by the way <laughs> I thought like I need to live every day like my mom is coming over and gonna be hypercritical <laughs> I would get so much more done but it really is like the line of like you know um but to like add to that, you know, it's been a few years for each of you since like those breakups. So mm-hmm. are you friends with your ex? And if not, what is like the standing of your relationship with your ex? I'm friends with my ex. Okay. We're not best buddies. We're cool. Okay. Like he respects me as a person. Do you guys talk? Do you guys hang out? Um, For Christmas, he sent me a text. Okay. So it's you like know, civil. Sent, yeah. And, and he was just like, you know, I love you and I hope I was well and da, cool. da, da, da. And, um, all this other stuff. And, like, I mean, if I was stranded in the street, he would open up, you know, his home to me. Or, or buy me a hotel for a month or something. You know, like. So it's almost like you didn't, you know. Because he respects who right. I am. But he, I mean, he messed up. Right. And so I think that's the case with actually a lot of my exes. Like, they, they respect me for who I am and who I was for them. Right. In our relationship. Totally. And it's like. I'll that didn't go away after the breakup. Yeah, no, I don't really have any bad breakups. Like, all my exes are still, like, That's are awesome. you amazing? I love that. I really do. Yeah. I love that. I think, what about what about you, Valente? Uh, well, <laughs> let me say. No, it's fine. I mean, I think most That's people don't no, really no. have, yeah, like. I, I literally, when I split up with my ex, I, I literally told her, I was like, please don't ever call. Wow. So it was a bad it wasn't that it was a bad thing. I just realized that for in order for her and I not to, like, hurt each other, mm-hmm. and I couldn't say this to her because I feel like there was way too much to read into it and there was way too much to, oh, but because, you know, when you're with somebody for, like, years, right. like, you build this bond where it's like, this is literally your best friend. This totally. is literally, like, your rock, the person. And I was literally, like, I, I still remember, like, I, I walked her down to, to her car and I just gave her a kiss. And she was like, that's it. And I was like, that's it. So do you think that's it forever? Or do you think you need that time, an indefinite amount of time for, I don't know, for the possibility of friendship to be available? Or do you really feel like it's... And, like, what about other exes? Like, do you are you friends with other exes? Was this, like, a particular case? I think this was, like, an incredibly meaningful one because... Uh, we were, you know, I, I, I got down on a knee and I got, you know, I, I asked that question, you know yeah. what I mean? And so it's like, it's, and it's, it was sort of like one of those things where like, even our group of friends, everybody was kind of like, well, you know, that's a done deal. 
Right. Um, you know what I mean? And it's like, and I feel that for as much as you can play the home, hey, let's be friends. Um, I feel, it, that, oh, uh, that Adele song that just came out. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know. You know, I um, oh my I kind of feel like at some point we need to like sit down and maybe. Right, uh, hash it know, out. Like hash bit. it out for like, like spend a day. Just right. like go get like some house in the mountains and just <laughs> oh, like sit God. down and just be like, we're going to talk about everything. And that's, and after this we're but, done. You know? Okay. Is it okay to have those type of conversations when you're already in a relationship? Okay. That's a really interesting. So because I would be like, hell no. Right. Okay. <laughs> that's like, <laughs> that's, that's exactly where this whole kind of thing like stemmed from in my brain. Huh, right. Where yeah. like my ex, we didn't talk. It was like, it was a little messy after the breakup. Right. Because you know, it, it was difficult. It was like the hardest thing I had to do in my life at that point. And so it was messy. But once the line was drawn, um, we didn't talk for like eight years. Like, and we live in the same town. Like we just, it, I mean, I went off to college and then I, you know, in my own, just protecting my own emotions, like I put a lot of space there. And, um, you know, it was really interesting because it was getting in another relationship that was solid, right? Like my marriage that I started noticing like a bunch of different things where I was like seeking like new friendships, you know, or like those kind of interactions. And because I noticed that a lot of my guy friends, like there was a little space now because I was like married and it was like, I don't know, whatever that yeah, means they to wanted people. To, they wanted to talk to you. Or whatever. Or they feel like they they're kind of want to respect my relationship, whatever that means. And they, they kind of put that space, which I think the intention is positive. But for me as like a person, I was like, where did all my guy friends go? Like, that's weird. And I found myself like reaching back out to those people which at this point in my life included like this person that I like shared a really important time with and like knew me very much. And I felt like there was enough time where whatever. So we did get together and we like had coffee and whatever, and it was great. And it's funny you bring up the Adele song because when that came out, I was like, this is really awkward, but it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. Like there, there was nothing to hash out. It had been so much time that it was really just like, is this weird? Like we're like kind of testing the water. Like is this- I, you know to a certain degree, I feel like I don't want to have that moment with her because I don't want her to just go like, oh, that's totally like water under the bridge. Right, like to like brush it. Okay, so that's so that's, interesting. That's something that really like gets me because okay. like those are like meaningful years right. of my life that dude, have gone it's through. It's so weird. Like I was totally on the end of like I wanted to be like, dude, that's totally under the bridge. Like let's let's like form a new kind of relationship. Based on some of those pieces. And he was really, like, not like that. Like, he was kind of, like, very open and comfortable with talking about the meaningfulness of it. And I found myself going, like, wow, like, fuck, dude. Like, I wish I could be like you. Like, that's so amazing. Like, I came into this so nervous and, like, so, like, are we just going to, like, act like, oh, it was this crazy thing we did eight years ago when it was really, like, the whole world at that time. And he was... He gave it the weight it deserved. Like I, w- I was really impressed. So he, by, like, he okay. So he was like, yeah. this was important. This was meaningful. Yeah, like in it his was way, real it, for him, man. Right. It was real for me too. But I didn't know that he was gonna allow himself to be that vulnerable in the conversation. Which of course, like, okay, that's awesome. I thought that. Yeah. I, I, at first, I thought it was the exact opposite. I was like, well, no. Fuck and honestly, guy. like, I definitely would have approached it that way, just because I, I don't know. I have no idea what this is supposed to be like, and. I, I realized, like, after all of this, like, you know, and I have another, you know, situation that's kind of on the same thread, but I realized through being in, like, a really, really amazing relationship that, I don't know, like, there's parts of those things that you're like, do I just have to not know you for the rest of my life? Because that sucks. Like, It does. And when you get older, it's hard to, like, connect with people like that, you know, on a grand scale or like even meet new people. Like it's hard to meet friends in LA when you're, you know, in your late twenties or whatever. And so I found myself after those situations, like going backwards. And, and then that got me questioning, like, how come after whatever you deem is enough time after a breakup, like, what do you do with that relationship? Like, is there anything there? Like, can you be, you know, can you keep those people in your life because they meant something so profound to you at some point? You know, it's so strange. And, and, there's this great Tom Waits song called Martha. 
Um, oh, I'll look that up. It's oh, it's so it's it'll 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 hit you in the wrong way. You'll just be like, I'm not gonna cry. Oh my God, then you clearly haven't seen me driving into work. I'm always like Alanis Morissette just crying. It makes it hard. Isn't it ironic? Yeah. Um, uh, God, I forgot what I was saying. I I don't know. And and this is, I think, the the thing that, you know, even, you know, the the, the person who who I'm with right now, you know, we talk often about her relationship with her ex. And it's kind of like there's that conversation of, what role because right. those were you know for me there were four years that were not just like we i went to my sister's wedding with this person right right i the probably the last person that my my, my father has uh, has alzheimer's so he doesn't really know who i am anymore yeah. and all that but so she was the last person who saw my dad as like wow. my dad Aware, right and so i can't important. take that away totally. you know it's like and it's and do you have do you have to? And if you do, why? No. You know? And do and you feel any type of way about it to this day? And when I say question. type of way, I mean you know, like does it hit you a little? Does it prick your heart a bit? It does. I th- I think I would I would be less of a human being if that wasn't the case. Right. Because my situation pricks my heart too. So I okay. I was watching this horrible trash TV show, but the guy said something <laughs> profound. <laughs> Such a- <laughs> No, I'm so sorry. But he said something so profound. Like, there was an ex-girlfriend in the picture, and he was like, my ex will always hold this piece of real estate on my heart. And it's, and he's like, and I'm not saying that it's my whole heart, but when that person is around, it's going to light up. That part is going to light up. And I feel exactly like that. Like, it's not, I don't want to feel guilty about those things. Like, and I feel like most people either bury it away or like force themselves to say that was the past and I don't want to know that person anymore or I can't or it would be uncomfortable for my current significant other or whatever. But in my head, it's like, as human beings, like, do we have the luxury of cutting people out in the way that we so like recklessly cut people out of our lives like all the time? Like, I think... We should think about it more, you and know. People aren't honest with themselves. Yeah, because they all I think I'm that's, over that's, it. And they're not. <laughs> yeah. And I, that's like, are you ever person. over it? And what does over it mean? Does it mean you're over feeling like that person was important to you at a certain point? Like, I don't mean that I want to like, whatever. Like, I feel like where the line is should be between like your current, like your current life and your current relationship. But I feel like I, like you said, like you would be less of a human if you didn't give it the true credit of what it was to you at that time. Like, it doesn't really diminish. It just... Yeah, I, I think that... I, I can only speak as far as that specific instance and and what that meant to me. But to me, it was kind of like a... Uh, first of all, like, you're... Uh, I'm peeing right now. Um, but <laughs> I was going to say, all, that's getting picked up totally, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> that, was, that was a glass we poured. Um, I, I feel like for me... You know, when you were somebody for that long, you you ba- all your friends basically know each other, right? Mm-hmm. And it just becomes like this huge family. And for me, it was like I'm just gonna bow out and I'm just gonna go because it's like I'm pretty sociable as a person, and it's just like I'll I'll figure shit out, you know. Do you think that was more your um, method as a, as who you are as a person, like to get over this? I need to separate rather than like I'm giving you. Kind you know, of the collateral? I mean, I hate to, like, describe it that way. I think that in, in, uh, the, the truth of the matter was is that I had, like, various life emergency, like, bad things of my life happening at the same time. By the way, today is the first day that I'm off probation. What? Yeah. <laughs> you were on probation? Precisely <laughs> what I'm talking about. Um, but, you know, just for people listening, like, Valente is not the type of person. Valente is the type of person you will find at a fancy French restaurant, not on probation. I, I love it how everybody's always like, I was talking to somebody else the other day. I was like, I feel like you just go to a lot of gallery openings. And I'm like, <laughs> really? Like I, That is a huge compliment. I, I, I don't know if that is. Or it's, it's just the like the biggest swipe ever. It's the glasses, ever. But, I think. Anyways. Um, uh, to, to me, like, it was kind of one of those things of like, well, I'm just going to let you keep the furniture, you know right, what I mean? Like, totally, right. And not in a, like, oh, I don't care about these people, but as in a, we can't do this because it's going to be a constant, like, and I've seen other other couples when they break up and, and it's kind of like, 
Yeah, so I saw I saw your girl, and she and it's just like I don't want to yeah. fucking do that. Right, right. I'm out. Like totally. peace out. And it's and it's you know, but good, bad, or indifferent. Like that's right. that's it the kinda, course of action. I'm sure it worked for both sides too. Like I don't think it was a matter of there is there is no way to walk out of this unscathed. Oh, a hundred. Yeah, there's. Uh, there's. I hundred percent agree. That's and a great, great word. To yeah. Use, by the way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because it's it's you're, you're yeah. gonna something's gonna. Oh know. man, that's like my standard advice to anyone going through a breakup. I'm like, oh no no no, it's a fire and you have to walk right through. You just have to walk through it. It's gonna burn like hell, but you, there's you can't go back. But they, what I find the walls are closing in. Yeah, but what I find fascinating is that as the person who just like you just you 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 just cut that tie. You have, and I'm sure that that she has the same impression of my life. I, I would imagine. I don't know, but it's that I'm going through this like personal weird turmoil hell, and you're just off doing like, yeah, let's get crazy. Yeah, yeah. People you know what are always I mean? saying like, oh, especially it depends on who broke up with who. Right. So right. the person who broke up, yeah, the dumper, you know. Is gallivating in the frolic flowers and the dumpy. And I also feel like because I think in and I don't know because I, I didn't try to like keep up in, in those kinds of ways that I, w- I would kind of come off as that person. But, you know, the reason we broke up wasn't because there was anything happening in the relationship. It was because I came from a really strict family and I wasn't ready to like take that on and like overturn those things in my life. And he wasn't ready to kind of whatever, have to deal with that responsibility, which he didn't have to. But technically, right, I would be the one that was like, I was going away for college. We were like, this is, let's, this should be it. You know, I'm moving away. Let's take this opportunity to to have some space. And I went crazy in college. I went crazy, but I was absolutely broken. I was broken on the inside, but I didn't know how else to deal with it. So I think like from the outside, it looked like, you know, and I even had people tell me like, oh, you got back on your feet quick. And I was like, I'm dying inside. Like I'm dying <laughs> on the inside. I don't know how to deal with this, you know, but, you know, I think for each situation it's unique. And I felt like after this eight years or whatever that, and I felt like that was kind of a little selfish too, because I know that I feel stable or whatever, comfortable, but I was like, maybe we can like reminisce positively and like all the jagged edges have kind of been like sorted, but. It's so strange. I'm, I'm still. Are you still recovering? Alcoholic. That's a lifelong, that's a lifelong mission. In a way, yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. I'm, I'm learning how to love again. Yeah. Like all over, like I, you have to have, and this is from a movie, but I don't care. I'm going to say it anyway. You have to have the, the courage money. to love when you've been hurt. Yeah. It takes strength yeah. to not be bitter. It takes strength to say, you know what? Yeah. You have nothing to do with that situation. I'm going to give right. you and in as a, much love and attention and trust as you deserve. Yeah. Regardless of how I feel and regardless of what I already know. And in a world that tells you everything ends at some point and everything. And then once, once you've been like, you know, your heart's shattered, you're just like, I would never want to deal with that again. And, right. you know, I was, you know, it's funny you were talking about your current um, boyfriend and how you were, you guys were very honest with each other right off the bat. And that's definitely how it was with Chevy. I was just like, here are the cards. Chevy, because, Chevy's her husband. Yes. <laughs> Chevy's my husband. <gasps> and, <laughs> and it was... It was because I was exhausted. I was exhausted from my breakup. I was exhausted from reeling from that, which meant all these other, this mess of like going to college and just being reckless. Right. And I was like, oh, I don't care. I don't care. Listen, this is the deal. This is what, you know, this is my life. Like, whatever. And it ended up playing to my benefit. So I think that kind of contributed to like my entire like uh, approach now, which is like, I just want to be honest. Like, you are important to me. You're not less important to me because it didn't work out. Like, well, see, the, even now with like social media and everything, everything is a game. So it's like, you know, I'm into you, but I'm not gonna let you know that I'm into you because I, that's I, too I, much information. I, I really don't. Think and that's I just true. want the freedom to be like, you know what? I care about you. I think you're dopish. Yeah. And like, I'm trying to get to know you in every which way possible. Right. And is that is okay? Hard, with me? Yeah. But people can't even take the posture mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. saying like. 
Yo, I am so into you. Totally, totally. And and I think everybody has their reason for not being able to do that, you know, because I like it's hard to do that. I think it's hard for women to do that because you're it's, never expected to do that first. It's super hard for me to be the first one to be like, hey, like, I'm really into you. Like, it's hard because men I feel face, like men are gonna leave and be like, oh, she's crazy. Right. You and know, also because I think men are um more, I mean, some of them are not equipped at all, to be completely honest, but face rejection more and earlier, and not in a way that's like bold, but like, you know, every time a guy asks a girl anything, you there's a chance of rejection, and there's that like getting more comfortable, and I know a lot of like dating gurus are like, it's a numbers game, you know, and we, we always kind of laugh about the guys that like hit on every single girl because they're just trying to go for a ratio, you know? Not the ratio. Right, but those guys can deal with rejection. And girls, like, I mean, at least in my experience, like, I could not deal with, like, laying it out on the line until, like, I just couldn't. I didn't know. Like, what do you mean I, I by couldn't. laying it on the line? Because it, like, makes you, it makes you vulnerable, and it's like, yeah. now you have a one-up on me because you know how I feel. Yeah, and you know now that it's I love to, you. Yeah. And so what are you going to do about that? Because now you it's know up to the guy Are you going to manipulate me? Are right. you going to do whatever? So most of our dating history is the guy saying, hey, I'm really into you, or already knowing off the bat because they hit on you through a car window, that they're, <laughs> that they're really into you. <laughs> so you are... You know, most women go into dating situations from from teenhood until their 20s with the upper hand because guys are the approachers. So, you know, when you're in a real relationship, which like, you know, I've had scenarios like this before where like all I needed to do would be was be like, where are we at? I'm really into you. What are we doing about this? And the words could not come out of my mouth because that was like 100 percent vulnerability. And I had never experienced it. I Which didn't. I had to study as well. <laughs> from I your had to study coach. that too. Yeah. Not even from our relationship coach, but I was like, I don't know how to be vulnerable. Vulnerable. Yeah. And I so had to read a book one, on that. That's one thing that I'm, I'm, I'm like with with the new artist stuff that I'm doing. Like to me, vulnerability is probably the most fascinating and beautiful and just. Yeah. You want to talk about like the edge of frightening? That's right. that's it, the abyss. And it's like the connection to. Every human being, like, you have to have that because without that, then you're missing out. And, of course, there's that risk and whatever, but I feel like looking back and if I think I learned anything about anything from the past relationships, it's, like, worth it. Worth it every single time, dude. Even if, like, you're shattered that one time, whatever the next one is, like, just try it, you know? Like, I can't imagine being— It's scary, though. It is. But, like, a relationship without with walls is— no relationship to be in. It's pointless. Like you can't sustain that, you know? So my next question is how do you feel like you have changed as a person since that whole experience, since the whole, I'm a mother beast. (laughs) (laughs) And basically (laughs) there's nothing I can't do because if I can make it through that hell, then I can make it through anything. I love it. Ariana is going to be on the ballot for president. uh... (laughs) Ari is really like, she just makes me feel so empowered. She was like, basically I learned that I'm the shit and I always knew it, but (laughs) But this was a confirmation for me and my ability to bounce back from such foolishness. Um, no, that's amazing. I think that's beautiful. People always feel like nervous to even tell you that they're heartbroken because break oh, like oh what's wrong with so and so? Ah, they broke up with his girlfriend or broke up with his boyfriend. And I feel it by the way, I feel like that's such a huge stigma that it's so bullshit of like the moment you're that somebody's an like too, though. All this stuff that's like so easy for you. What yeah, what what's what's when somebody's going through a breakup and, and right. th- go, or going through shit that's, like, difficult, mm-hmm. pe- the, people's, like, base reaction is, let me get the fuck out of there. I know. It's and that terrible. is just, like, the, the exact opposite. Like, I know. Of what, it's it's the whole thing of, like, when, when you see a fire, the people that run towards <laughs> yeah. it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm one of those people. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. th- this is go time. You know what I'm I mean? good. The world needs people like you. That's what I mean is, like, I think people, because such a majority of people react that way. It's like, oh, nothing. I, like, broke up with my girlfriend. And I'm like, oh, my. Are you right. okay? Are you okay? This is yeah. t- like you know, somebody died. Oh, my God. It, it is exactly like somebody died. But like, it's, but I, I agree. But what's yeah. what's fascinating is the, the other day I was talking to somebody who I was like, hey, how's it going with your girlfriend? He's like, oh, well, we're not together anymore. And and there was it was me having a conversation with him. And there was another friend of, uh, mutual friend of ours. Um, and he was sort of playing like, no, it's fine. It's okay. And I was like, no, you're that guy no, that's just like, bring it in. Just, bring it just in. <laughs> let's do this. Yeah. 
And he's kind of like, he's slowly kind of putting down his cards as a, you know, just, and, and I realize that he's doing this while kind of darting his eyes over to the other friend. Mm-hmm. Because to him, to his other friend, he played it off as like, women, right? Right. And suddenly I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's peel back the what onion. What is like, what's wrong up with those people? Yeah, that like, is just the are... ego. No, but yeah. I, you know what? What do you need to get out and you need to fuck somebody at a club? Like, do you no, understand? Th- There's people who are like broken. Like, this is the but most I think difficult that thing. I agree. But I think that it's it's one of those things where this is, this is the same problem with the whole like men versus women thing, right? Okay. You're always told that women, like... We, we live with, like, such hyper-caricatures of what the other person is. Right. That you kind of go, like, I can't tell people because then people are going to fucking judge me weird. Yeah, Or totally. people are going to just wa- be like, oh, if you need me, call me. But never call <laughs> right. me. You know? The eye roll. I love that. Um, yeah. I, I, I asked how you were just as a formality. <laughs> and now it's getting weird. Yeah. You know? And, and side note, like, the, the people who I've gotten closer than than almost family to are the people that when when the chips were really down for me yeah were the people who were not there just the one or the two times but who were like this is going to be a process mm-hmm. and i got totally. you and that's yeah but th- those are people that allow you to be vulnerable and those are the people that i think ultimately you really mm-hmm. want in your life so yeah. i can't imagine that you know somebody who's like been through a really difficult breakup or not even like i don't I can't even, like, say my breakup was difficult because nobody cheated. I wasn't abused. But, like, of course, it was, like, heartbreaking and and that kind of thing. Like, I can't imagine being the type of person after dealing with that to minimalize anybody's breakup ever at that point. I'm always like, no, dude, you don't have to, like, you know, you don't have to, like, minimalize it because you think, like, this is casual conversation. Like, we can talk about this and breakups, like, you know, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Like, it's, it's painful. It's horrible. And it wasn't, like... I mean, Chevy and I were dating, like, seriously, and everything was great. And I ran into my ex at a grocery store. And really? he didn't see me. And you know how it is, right? right like, yeah, I like, was not prepared for that situation. Right. Wait, and wait, 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 wait. You said that's not, you know how it is. And you just looked at Ari, not at me. What am okay, I Okay, like, here? I think for the woman aspect. The woman aspect of, what like, you need to be prepared to see an ex. You have to be prepared First because. First of all, you have to look fly. You have to look really good, which. I feel like most of the time I usually do, I, but okay. And that's the whole thing. It's like you have to be prepared. You have to be prepared. Like I'm gonna, and I, I'm sure it's the same with men. I looked at Ari because I'm like, you know, like yeah. I had to get things needed to look right. Sorry, I believe I was uh, sexually discriminated. No, it's fine. <laughs> don't sorry. worry about it. That's I don't know what it's like for guys, <laughs> but I definitely know what it's like for girls. And it was one of those situations where I just like looked up, and it was like, oh God, all right, this is happening, and like my heart would have dropped. I cried in the car for like 15 minutes oh. before we so, went. But did you did you talk to the person? No. Oh my god, are you crazy? No, like du- dip and what? dodge. <laughs> it was like a five second decision. Like I had to just keep walking out, and like it was horrible. And like luckily Chevy's sitting over there in the corner. Like I'm with this like amazing person, right? That doesn't make me feel like I have to be like fuck that guy, you know? Yeah. And I cried my eyes out because I was like I wasn't ready. That hit a really sore spot. I wasn't ready to see this person. All of these feelings, like not feelings, but like the pain. Emotions, yeah. Yeah, it's like somebody like dug into like this bruised part of my like soul. So I don't know. I feel like, you know, after that, I can never minimalize it because nobody is ever going to be as close to you as someone you allow by choice into your doors, you know? And, like, family, whatever, and even with family, a lot of people, like, it's not the same. Like, this is somebody who, like, but did that, knew me in the morning without makeup on as, like, a lot But of did that say. make you question your current life? Like, do I, am I still in love? I mean, have, did I make That's a mistake? That's such an interesting question because, you know, it took me a lot of, like, thinking to sort out what those feelings meant. And I right. think that's why I started digging into it because I'm like, I am happy in my relationship, but what does it mean, like, when I feel these things when I run into this person or when whatever it is? And that's why I was like, it doesn't mean I'm not happy. It means, like, this fucking person was, like, a huge person in your life. And and maybe the wrong part is feeling like you have to shed that skin or you have to, like, act like, oh, I don't give a fuck or whatever or fuck this person. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like... You know, like you were saying in the beginning of this, where it's like, I think intrinsically we know how to act. 
So I felt yeah. like if I feel like this, it's normal to feel like this. You were a very important person. I don't feel like I should ever have to minimize that. Or when we first broke up, it was I almost tried to like find things that were wrong in the relationship to help me cope. And now that I'm like, I don't know. Oh, to do by that. the way, I did the most amazing thing. I literally put out like what was just not okay. And, and it was like, like read it every morning. <laughs> it, it, for a while, it really helped. Yeah. Uh, but by the way, I ran into this person. Recently? Um, about two years ago or something like that. Okay. And, and it's and been like four? I'm sorry. I don't remember. Yeah. Three or four. Okay. So one or the other. Um, and so once, um, I'm, I'm super close to her mom, who I still love. Right. To like till the end of time. Like just, because like. It, it, was like, it was like my own mother, family. you know what I mean? It was oh like my, God, my literally, like, as my family was sort of, like, yeah. doing its own thing, like, I had this person who I just had, like, just, we'd, you know, we'd get into the, the um, and so once I saw her with her, um, but it was kind of like a hello, goodbye kind of thing, and then another time I'd go to this uh, restaurant, and, oh, it's me. <laughs> oh, he's um, on it. Um, <laughs> Adele just knows. She, she knows. She's knows. She been going through breakups and then the breakups make her all types of My money. girlfriends Shout were like, have you heard Adele's new song? And they played it. And I was like, turn the shit off. This bitch has been reading my diary. Like, uh, what is happening? Right, right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was really like, okay, I can't do this. It's going to be fine. Okay, so you saw her. It was a hello, goodbye. Uh, the first time I saw her and it was a hello, goodbye. Um, and I was just <laughs> kind of like in a moment of like, what? And then I saw her again. And there was like a moment where like we we stat we we stand outside and we're having a cigarette. Um, I used to smoke at the time. Mm -hmm. And Frenchman. Oh yes. Hello. <laughs> uh, and there was like this really. I, I think it almost. It got to me how much it was awkward. Mm. But not because it had to be. But because it was almost like the societal pressure of like well. Everybody inside the bar knows that we did stuff, right. and that's a thing. And it's kind of like, let's can we can we just bypass this? Totally, this is like totally. Such bullshit. It's like, yeah, like on a core level, you're like, I don't want to do any of this. Like, I want to like. No, respect. but on the other side, it's like, I've I've cried in your arms. Yeah, you know, there is like, no more barrier. There is. Yeah, people none. act like once you break up the bricks start getting laid down again, and it's like, yeah, of course, like of course they can be a hundred percent, but don't act like they were there before because right. they weren't, Don't you know? like you didn't do what yeah. you did for me. <laughs> and I really feel like, you know, just to, I feel like I'm in the healthiest relationship of my life. I'm exceptionally happy. And it's because of that I know that my relationship cannot sustain my human need for human relationships. So at the baseline, like, Mm. I can't put all this pressure on my relationship to be like, you're the only guy I ever hang out with. You're the only guy I'm close with or I bring down certain walls with. Like, that was really the thing for me. Like, I felt like society was like, this is the guy and this is it. And you cut off your exes. And, you know, no. with guy and friends, this, there's a line. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I, I, the person who I'm with now, the thing that I just, I, I, oh, I melt. Who's in the room, by the way? Hi, the Bianca. Hi, Bianca. <laughs> the person that I'm with now. She's taking I, care of the dog. She's being awesome. She's being great. That's the boss chair over there. She knows. She's, she knows. She knows. She, boss chair? That's, that'll be me. <laughs> um, but what's amazing is that, you know, I can talk about who I've been with mm -hmm. and who she's been with and, like, what we learn. And oftentimes she'll be like, what did your ex used to do about this? And I'm like, whoa. Right. And like it's not this like don't talk about that bitch in, in this previous house. relationships. <laughs> yeah. It's been like you know I like I woke up one day and I was sixteen, and then I woke up another day and I was like a full grown adult, <laughs> and it was like nope, nothing happened. I was I went into a coma. It just didn't happen, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think that to a certain degree, there is something very human about that, and something very beautiful about that, and totally. something that is very almost disarming because it's like I don't need to pretend, and it's like. No, I, 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 I'm pretty sure you're not, you know, pure. And, yeah, you know, yeah. And, and, and like, yeah, emotionally too, like those things kind of carry ties. And but I it's think great like, because it's like, yeah. oh shit, you've learned this from that. Yeah. And oh, this guy was not right about this and this girl wasn't right about you that. You know what? But, I yeah. think like I'm realizing, you know, as we're talking about this, that like why it's so important for women is because those notions like undermine ownership. 
And for women for so long, being in a marriage or, or like a committed relationship had so much to do with ownership. Yeah. And yeah, so like, you know, I think it really opens up this like, you know, and I'm like, I can't say enough good things about Chevy, but like mm -hmm. Chevy is a lot of like, even though yeah. like, <laughs> I, even though like a Sing lot of it. the like, really like deep down nitty gritty, like feminist things that we talk about and I kind of enlighten him on those aspects. Like he enlightened me in that like, I don't own you or I don't own your experiences. And like, those are still valid and they're still yours, you know? And it was really like, if it wasn't, if I wasn't in a relationship with somebody like that, like, I don't know if I would be able to like explore those things or say like, Hey, like, you know, my ex, like the ex, you know, I'm going to have like coffee with this guy and it's been like eight years. And I can like talk to my husband about that and be like, Oh my God, it's fucking crazy. And like this and that. And to be honest, I was the one getting into our relationship that was like the jealous one. And then like, oh, you know, his ex is like kind of like a known person and like whatever. So she <laughs> blinked and rolled her eyes. Um, no, I don't even mean it. Hillary like, Clinton, if you're listening No, right in now. a way that like, it's not even negative. Like she was, she was great and stuff like that. But I was definitely the one that was like, oh, don't talk about this chick around me or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you wanted to protect your, yeah. your relationship. Yeah, but he like, you know, and through my own experiences of thinking like, I don't want to have to live my life like that. And him saying like, yeah, you fucking shouldn't. It's fine. That, you know, I think it's expanded our relationship and it's been amazing. And like, it makes you fall in love with him all over oh, again. Oh, he's the best, dude. I don't, I cannot... I grew up with Arab parents. I cannot live the rest of my <laughs> life under any kind of rule. Like, I cannot do it. I have to be my own person. And, you know, being with somebody who, it's not even a question. It's just like, why are you even asking me? Like, you can make your own decisions. I know you respect our relationship. So, um, yeah. Oh, my God, you guys, we went an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, my God. <gasps> That's amazing. OM. Jesus. <laughs> good, good little series. This was awesome. You guys are fucking amazing. I'm you have to so come back. excited to talk to my boyfriend and I about all these <laughs> I'm, things. I'm, all right. I'm right here. I've been here the entire time. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. I really, really appreciate it.